0: Now, I've been saying goodbye to a lot of rugby champions this week, so it's been comforting to be able to say welcome back to another one. All Blacks and Canterbury veteran Ryan Crotty announced this week he'll return to the Crusaders for the 2024 Super Rugby season with several experienced heads on their way out in a new coaching group. It is a smart move from the Red and Blacks and great for the fans as well. So let's hear from the man himself, Ryan Crotty. Welcome to the run home. What does being back at the Crusaders mean to you?
1: Oh, man, it's it's a bit of carry on actually. It's been announced, hasn't it? I didn't quite expect. Um, probably actually grateful for the love that's been coming. In. It, it it means heaps. Um, obviously, it's a a pretty uh, special team, really close to to my heart. So um, to be able to be welcomed back, and, uh, have the opportunity to contribute in is just uh, it means a lot. So. Man, I'm just really happy to be home and um, happy to, I guess, still be playing rugby.
0: When you left, Ryan, did you ever in back your mind think one, maybe, maybe I'll come back, or did you have to shut that door emotionally?
1: Oh man, if you had a sin, we, the, the the Crusaders do a good job the way they kind of um, acknowledge the guys that are leaving. And if you had a sin, the well, way I carried on and um, <laughs> express how much it meant to me, you, you would think there's no chance I'd, I'd ever be back. So. Um, I never I never thought it would be I thought um no I'd shut that door completely but I guess uh, playing in Japan means you yeah, you know the longevity in the game is, is a bit more and um just to have the opportunity to still do what I love and for a team that I love is um Oh, man, just so grateful.
2: Uh, Producer Brad here. Ryan, congratulations on, on the announcement, mate. Awesome news. Uh, look, uh, it's kind of a full circle moment, right, because Rob Penny handed you your MPC debut. I'm not going to say when it was, but it was several years ago. Uh, so having him <laughs> having him on board with the Saders, his first season with the Crusaders, was that sort of part of the decision as well, just sort of link back up with the
1: club? Yeah, man. People... Penza's been awesome, like just just through Red and Black Rugby way, yeah, a couple of years ago for, for Canterbury, like you mentioned. Um, <laughs> I connected with them a few times over in Japan. We're actually in the same, well, the same area. So it was awesome to kind of, um, you kind of bump into him down at the coffee shop and, and catch up for, for a dinner here and there. And coming um, back to the Crusaders, it was, I was great news. I thought it was a really smart move by the franchise. and um, Yeah um for the last few years i think the way he brought coaches like Razor and tabby Matson and, and joey matic and guys like that i think his, i guess his fingerprints are kind of on little pieces of the success that the, the crusaders have had even though he hasn't hasn't been there so it's awesome that he gets the opportunity and i think it'd be awesome for, for i guess a relatively young young coaching group because he is he's such a mentor and yeah. You
0: kind of mentioned that that imprint on the DNA, and it's a very impressive DNA that the Crusaders have success is kind of expected. With this change, That could be seen as rebuilding. But do you expect or should the same level of success be expected from a franchise like this?
1: Oh, I think they I think one thing Angus Gardner and the guys in the the coaches and the guys in the front office do so well is is they they would have prepared for guys like Sam and, and Richie and and Leicester and guys like that moving on the, I think the same thing happened in 2019 with a few of us left. You you saw the guys that that came in and just took the team to even another level. So, um, no, I think success is is always expected in in and around rugby park and, um, it's something to prepare for. And I kind of saw a little bit of it with, with Canterbury, you know, the young guys stepping up into leadership roles and ready to take on that, that, that pressure and that expectation. And, um, that was something really to
2: see. Some really exciting players in that midfield. Ryan, uh, Dallas McLeod, of course, who was the breakout player of last year. Braden Enor was there. There's some young players coming through. David Havili as well. What sort of do you see your role for the for the season? Uh, is it, you know, obviously, you're going to want to play on field as well, but are you going to look to mentor some of the younger uh, backs as well as part of your role?
1: Yeah. Well that's the thing that I enjoy most about the game, man, and, and being a part of a rugby team is the connection and the the friendships and the, the brotherhood and um yeah, so if, if there's anything I can pass on that I've learned on my journey to, to one of the younger ones that you know, that's that's kind of a few years into theirs is is what I get fulfillment from. So yeah, it'll be connecting with, with the midfielders as a, as a group and adding whatever value I can whether that's you know, field, off the field. Um, playing together, or, or or just at training and things like that. So, um, make whatever whatever role that I need to do to help the team be successful. I'm, I'm pretty passionate about doing it and doing well. Now,
0: your time in Japan uh, with the Capota Spears. Now, that's where um, Dane Coles <laughs> is uh, is hitting the world's shortest retirement. Um, did is, have you uh, been on the
1: the blow to Coles? You let them know what to expect yet? Yeah, mate. I talked to him the other day and sold him the dream on it. Um, club <laughs> the club got in contact and they asked him, "Well, how how'd Colsey fit in?" I said, "Oh mate, he'd fit in anyway. He's that much of a top man." So um, yeah, four years over there. It's an awesome part of Tokyo where we were, and yeah. um, we had a bit of success last year, which was pretty special. So um, they unfortunately had Malcolm go down in the World Cup, and he he's um, he's out for the season. So they were pretty keen to get another hooker in, and. Um, I was only too happy to give Colsey a, a glowing review.
0: Now, I'm excited to see you uh, playing again, but uh, this this door you're opening through here, have you uh, sent a little text to, uh, to to Razor Robertson? You just let him know that you're back in the country, he's overseas, he might not pick <laughs> it up so he can start working into his plans.
1: I was messaging for a barber gig, but he, he just ignored me, so... Um, no, 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 no. Um, no, mate, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm so happy just being home in Christchurch and having time with my family that um, I, I haven't even thought about anything like that. I'm just fully focused on having a getting stuck into pre-season with the Crusaders and. Um, and helping the team in whatever way I can.
2: Uh Ryan normally obviously week on week we work hand in hand with Beaver but he's a bit busy at the moment uh filming something with <laughs> Izzy Dag uh trying to trying to fill his pockets. Uh but he's he said he's not a great watcher of the All Blacks as a former player. He he does get quite nervous. And obviously we've been through an emotional roller coaster the last 6 weeks as a rugby loving nation. What do you like as a watcher watching, you know, you've been there. You've you've been part of that squad and seen the boys come so close on uh, sunday morning what are you like as a watcher of the all blacks
1: oh, I'm horrible i would be just like Beaver. I, my wife tells me to sit down and sit still but i, I <laughs> i'd be pacing the room kind of peeking from peeking through from the next door trying to <laughs> see what's going on you just oh, it's it's probably still I mean, even though you you know you're not there you still have that emotional t- attachment to the team and and the care for the for your mates and you and the desire for them to be successful um Cause you know what, you know what goes into it. Like it's it's a massive, you know, World Cups take take a lot, and you can see how much that group put into it. So um, you have that kind of investment. But I guess the overall feel, overall feeling from from watching through the tournament was just just how proud, you know, how proud you are of your mates, and you know how 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 they kind of they battled through adversity and, and stuck at it and stood a had a chance to win. It was it was kind of it was pretty special. The result didn't go away. It was it was cool to see the boys, you know, put in and show that real care they have for the for the Jews and for the country. So, um, But, no, like I said, horrible watcher. Yeah, no good.
0: Speaking of those great mates of yours, I mean, obviously uh, plenty of guys you would have played alongside no well, but uh, Sam Whitelock bows out. You guys uh, debuted in the same season for Canterbury, so, uh, Junior, you would have been... Uh, given a, a pretty uh, close to a front row seat but I wouldn't say front row in the uh, the midfield there just it's fair enough to hold the popcorn at least
1: <laughs> oh man, he's pretty he's pretty good at giving us some quality lineup ball and going forward all day but um, yeah man play, we started playing age group played New Zealand schools and under 19s and 20s together and right through pretty much our whole professional careers um, he's a special person and because he's a person he's you he become a very special player and um it was almost like every bloomin' week at the World Cup was a kind of Sam Whitelock testimonial. So I gave him a bit of hard time <laughs> for that, but um, but he deserved it. You know that's what he's added to rugby in New Zealand, and anyone that knows him will speak just so high him. So it was it was it was cool to see him get the acknowledgement of what he's contributed, and um, I'm sure he'll go on a little Euro run at POF and enjoy a you know some European travel with his lovely family.
2: Last last one from me, uh, Ryan. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, look, uh, there's obviously a, a history of Canterbury players that you've played with, the likes of Matt Todd and bef- before Matt Todd, raised that have got into coaching. And I sort of sense that maybe that might be something that that you'd be quite good at too. Is that something you've looked at potentially post career? As hey, maybe I might give this coaching thing a go.
1: Oh man, I thought that until I see how much how hard they work. You know, being <laughs> the player easy, <that laughs> mate. That- Coaches, I man, the clips they look at, the amount of effort they put into previewing and reviewing and and, and coaching, man, they're they're on another level. It's it's. I asked Toddie about it, and he said, "Mate, this is way harder than playing." But man, um, I mean, like, there's a lot of parts of rugby that I enjoy, the being being a part of a team, um, the collective input, into striving for goals, and and just the camaraderie and locker room chat. I think, um, man, I don't. It would be pretty hard to to. Um, I don't know what what's a real job, so um, I don't know. Never say never. Um, uh, there's plenty of parts that of I enjoy, but um, I might have to <laughs> I mean, if, might have to knuckle down and work a bit harder mm. if I want to be a coach. Well, you could be like
2: Beaver mate, He's apparently That's a it. transitional coach at Waikato. He owns his own business with a couple of other <laughs> blokes. He's he's a part-time broadcaster. He's on TV. <laughs> I mean, like you know, what on earth is a transitional coach? You know, like.
1: <laughs> oh. I, he seems to be on a right, so I might, have to, I might have to hit him up for some uh, post footy advice. To be fair, yeah, he's, he's pretty territorial, though, isn't he, Brad? Anything
0: that could get on his um, on his toes, uh yeah. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be really careful of you know, because like, uh, a pin up boy like you coming in on his territory, he'd be, oh, he'd be dirty,
1: <laughs> he'd be dirty, boy. If he can put up with Dagger for, for that amount of time being away to you, he must have done something a lot too. Well spoken.
0: Ryan Crotty, uh, wonderful to have you on the run home, mate. Uh, it's been a real pleasure and I uh, cannot wait to see you back in the red and black. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the preseason,
1: Champion. Appreciate it, lads. Thanks for having me.